embarrassment by the New York Rangers. They lose to the Edmonton Oilers 4-3. They had a 3-0 lead the Rangers had in the third period, and they couldn't even get it to overtime. They couldn't even they couldn't even get a point out of this. They gave up four goals in the third period, and it wasn't even like it was the McDavid's and the Dry Saddles were the driving force in tying this game up. On the power play, they did eventually come through. But the three goals before that, nothing to do with them. This is the the Rangers this year, it, it's it reminds me of the teams that we had seen before last season. Last season is starting to feel more and more like an outlier. And there's a lot of blame to go around. A lot of blame to go around. It seemed like whatever it was, Gerard Gallant, whatever it was, seemed to get through to them last season. And sometimes you see that where, and that's been a thing for Gallant, where in year one, it goes well. He, the, It was like the little details the Rangers seemed to really excel in, and they were able to maximize points as much as they could. They were a really clutch team over the course of the season and into the playoffs. They really just, they, they were a winning team. What we saw before that, and look, at that time, it was a younger, I mean, it's a lot of the same team, but they were all younger, right? Like the young kids and even, I guess, the core. But they were, they lost games, not not even as bad as this, but they would lose games. They found ways to lose. They find ways to lose now. And so I think more of the problem is sort of the core of the team and sort of the attitude that they have. Again, it's, it's, it's not... It's not a matter of not being good enough. There, there's a ton of talent, and the roster in and of itself is good enough, but the DNA and sort of the core of this team can certainly be questioned. And, you know, you have Jacob Trouba as captain. Again, I, that never made sense to me, but I digress. But whatever Galan is telling them isn't getting through. And so, you know, I think we, we kind of we have a situation on our hands, and... Do I think it's to the point where Gerard Gallant will get fired? Not yet, but I've seen crazier things. And it's not like it's all his fault. I want to make that very clear. It's not all his fault, but this seems like a like a team, when I think about who's on this team and I think about the top players, that, that a coaching change, that might just be what gets through to them. Because whatever it is now, it, it isn't working. And, and that a shakeup would seem to be what you might need to get these guys going. And it's unfortunate that we'd even have to get to that point. It really is. But this was, after you lost to the Ducks, the worst team in the fucking league, and you have a 3 nothing lead in the third. And then a couple of real, I mean, look, Keandre Miller's penalty really got the ball rolling. That was not, that was a killer of a penalty by Miller. It wasn't a power play goal that was scored, but that's really what, what set everything in motion. Shesterkin is a part of the conversation as well. But not a big one, but I think there's a, a definitely the tying goal he'd like to have back. Maybe the second goal, though. I don't know if he saw it, but Igor, look, he let's just put it this way. He's not at, at the level he was last season. Look, uh, he's still one of the best goalies in the league. No doubt about that. He's doing what he can, and he made a lot of good saves, honestly, in the first two periods. He really did. But Shesterkin is not really bailing them out as he had the year before. So, you know, you knew that he would take, he couldn't, that what he was doing last season was just unsustainable. And so it's more of that than anything. Also, Ryan Lindgren leaves the game. And whenever Lindgren gets hurt, it really see it it has a major effect on them. And Lindgren is, is such an underrated key to this team. 
and Lindgren goes down, and the score at this point was, I think, three to one. It was still three to one. I don't think it was three two. I think it was three one when he leaves the game. And who knows how long he might be out for? Because to me, it looked like that could be a concussion situation, and I'm pretty sure he just had one. So I don't know when he's back, but that's a big thing. But Rangers, it's it's embarrassing. Like this is an embarrassing one against an Edmonton Oilers team that has not been very good. And I think they're kind of viewed as as a bit of a, I mean, the joke is a bit strong, but they're kind of viewed as a team that doesn't get it done. That, that, that you know, even though last year, I know they made it to the Western Conference Final, but this is a team that has a lot more to give that doesn't. And it just seemed like the Rangers were going to win this game with relative ease, and they didn't even get a point. Like, it's up there. It's up there for one of those really bad losses. I mean, the Rangers don't hold leads very often going into the third period, but they've a few times, a couple of times this season, they have blown multiple goal leads at home in the third and didn't even walk away with a point. And they're letting these points slip away. You know, we we can no longer say what's early in the season. We're, we're past that point now. That's that that's just not a thing anymore. It, it's You got to start winning hockey games. And this was one they totally let slip away. And it was totally self-inflicted. It wasn't like the Oilers went out and grabbed it. The Rangers gave it to them. So, first period, and there was two disallowed goals in this game for the Rangers, but that really, to me, had nothing to do with the outcome, but it's just, it's a note more than anything. But the Rangers take the lead early, and it's Alexi Lafreniere, who hadn't scored in a while, gets his third goal of the season from Fox and Lindgren. So, Fox, for me, still continues to be a bright spot. Adam Fox, amongst all of the shit, and when I talk about the core, Fox has been really good. I, I want to make that... Uh, it's completely apparent that, that Fox has been, you know, what I'm thinking more about the Panarins, the Zabanajads, the Criders, the Trubas. When I think about sort of the, like the, the, the veteran, and that's really what it is, the veterans that are failing them. Not even so much, I mean, part of it is on ice play, but just the mentality and, and just losing these games. Balafrenier scores from Fox and Lindgren, 220 in. Then... Uh, there's a penalty at 9.25. Yanmark uh, trips Trocek. And the Rangers have a power play, and it appeared that they scored. Panarin, actually, who he hasn't scored what seems like for a while either. But it was ruled offside. It was ruled offside, and, and I I guess it was the right call. I, I guess it was the right call. Uh, and so it stays one nothing. We go to the second. And I thought the first period for the Rangers was solid. Solid first. And... Let's talk about the lines for a second, too. I, I think that these lines aren't going to stick. The kid line was, for the most part, effective, you know, I, I guess towards the end. I mean, no one was really good towards the end. But that Trocheck goodrow uh, VZ line is not good. That, that is not a good line. I think that needs to get broken up. And I think it will because, look, Panarin, Panarin Crowder, and Zibanejad, I don't think that really did a whole lot. And Panarin's playing on his off wing expect that to hold, to get scrambled up and Vitaly Kravtsov was again a healthy scratch I, I would expect to see not that he was playing that well and not that goal scoring was the issue here it, it was more you know they couldn't protect the lead but I, I think Kravtsov you got to get him in there for who you know I, I actually again I, I'm going to say this again I think Carpenter is probably your most likely guy but don't be Jimmy VZ. don't be surprised on VZ. That would kind of be my next call. It can't be Gauthier. You know, as I don't think it should be Blaine. I don't think it will be. 
I don't think it should, I don't think it'll be the kids. I don't think that's deserved. I know Lafreniere took a bad penalty at the end, but I don't think that's the right thing to do, especially after he scored. I think VZ is a is a wild card candidate to be scratched for crafts up. Wouldn't be stunned there, but he should be in next game in my opinion. But yeah, that Trocheck line, you, you got to go back. I think to more of the originals. Uh, you know, Panarin back with Trocheck. Uh, I think that's what it will be because that was not a good line. But let's get back into the game. Oilers took a penalty at 7:14. Fox is cross checked. Uh, Rangers power play was unsuccessful today. They were 0 for 3. Again, that power play not getting it done. I, I kind of, I know Panarin had that goal that was disallowed that would have been a power play goal, but I, I really would like that second unit to get more of a chance with Adam Fox, which is tough because as it is, he's already logging a ton of minutes or just anyone besides Drew, but hell, even Braden Schneider. And that, that, that'll bring me to this point. Braden Schneider, and this might be not be in chron it's not going to be in chronolog chronological order. But Adam, uh, sorry, Braden Schneider. Let's see here. Now let, let, let's go in. Let's go in the right order. Drysaddle takes a slashing penalty at Lindgren cross-checking at nine fifty-four. Then Drysaddle slashes Zabanajad. So then it becomes four-on-four four play. And then after that, it is what could have been a Schneider goal. It would have been his first goal at MSG actually in his career. And it would have been a three-game goal streak for Braden Schneider, which is kind of amazing. But unfortunately, and I think it was the right call, Ryan Carpenter's call for goal interference. Now that's two disallowed goals. But the Rangers didn't let that bother them. Give them credit. They they played right through that. And it is it was a goal by Chris Kreider at 15-54. It's 10th of the season from Lindgren. So two assists for Lindgren and Panarin. Give the Rangers a 2 lead. And then even better, the fourth line, you know, that was the 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 line that was on for that potential Schneider goal. They do score. It's Gauthier. His fourth goal for Julian Gauthier continues to just do what he needs to do, assisted by Carpenter and Blay. So the fourth line, for me, continues to do well. I mean, again, with no Ryan Reeves, that fourth line has definitely improved. However, it really didn't play much at all. If it were me, I, I'd give them a little bit more more ice time. They are not playing, I mean, six minutes for Gauthier. I mean, it was about six to seven and a half minutes for the three of them. And I, I guess six to seven because Blay, uh, because Blay got his time in, on the power play. So, yeah, like, it, it, it's weird that he's only rolling three lines, especially since, again, that's true. I mean, VZ to me is playing way too many minutes. Uh, I mean, there's other guys too, but VZ, like, why is he getting those minutes? It's, it, he, he really has that new Dryden Hunt role. It really, it really is what it is. So, maybe make it three nothing, we head into the third period. And Keandre Miller takes a penalty at 239. And the Rangers killed it off. But this was essentially a power play goal. Because right after it's killed, Evan Bouchard scores his first goal of the season and first goal of the game from Pugliarvi and McLeod. Oh, you know what? It's actually changed. That is a power play goal. It kind of makes sense. Originally, they ruled that it wasn't. Now it says a 439 goal for, for Evan Bouchard. So it is actually a power play goal. And so the Oilers scored two power play goals uh, today. Then... And you want to stay out of the box against this team. You really do. And then when the second goal was scored is when I knew there were problems. And again, the lingering injury happens before this, but Bouchard scores again from Fogel and McLeod. This is one where if Igor didn't see it, you can't blame him. But if he did, it kind of goes through him. Uh, you know, if I'm maybe I'm being a little bit nitpicky, but didn't love this goal for Igor. But then the next one is worse. The and, and where is Gallant calling a timeout? Gerard, call a motherfucking timeout after Bouchard's second goal. He never does it. And 
At 10:21, Dylan Holloway scores his first goal from a crowd. Again, this is not Drysidle. This is not McDavid. This is not Nugent Hopkins. This is not Tyson. Be- I mean, these are these are players that are scoring their first goals of the season. Just ridiculous. Now, this is a play where Jacob Truba. I don't know what he was thinking about. He had Keandre Miller open. He decides to kind of pass it. It was a bad line change, so maybe it's not all on Truba, but he just throws it near the bench, and the, other, the Oilers go the other way and they score. And this is one where Shesterkin, I think, would want to have back. This, I think, out of all the goals, was one that Igor would definitely want to have back. And so now we're tied, and then Alexi Lafreniere at 17:34, he removes the helmet of Tyson Barry. They're, they're calling that. that. That is a penalty. If you rough the guy and you take his helmet off, they're going to call that a penalty. That's exactly what happens. It was stupid by Lafreniere and really bad penalty kill where Crowder, you could see it coming from a mile away. Crowder needed to lock down on Dreisaitl. He doesn't, and Dreisaitl slides it in. 12th goal of the season from Nugent Hopkins and McDavid. You knew that they were finally going to come through, and the Rangers really bad on the 6-on-5. For some reason, I don't know why it happened, but Fox wasn't even on at the end. It was Truber and Miller. So Rangers lose this one 4-3. A really bad loss. And this team's got problems. Uh, this team has legitimately got things to work out. They're 10, 8, and 4. You don't want to, you know, panic. You don't want to freak out. But they have a lot of things to clean up. They, they, I mean, just, they are finding ways to lose these games in ways that I couldn't even imagine. And, you know, the the hot seat, It's maybe it's not hot, but it's getting warm as far as draw glant goes. It's getting warm, and that's an indictment on the players. He, but unfortunately, he's not getting through to them. Whatever he's trying to preach, it isn't working. And we are blowing blowing games left and right. Not giving a 60-minute effort at all. It's just, there are just periods that have just been so bad. I mean, when it's bad, it's really bad. And the Rangers, uh, you know, they, they don't come away with, you know, last year maybe they come away from it unscathed. It's not happening now. When they make mistakes, they are paying for it. And they're losing games. So we'll see what happens. Devils Rangers at the Garden. Going to be a very interesting game. A really hot New Jersey Devil team coming in. I'm very curious to see how that one goes. Because you, know, you lose that one, things can really sort of, uh, you know, snow. The, the, the snowball effect could really come into play. So that's a really big, to stop the bleeding, they really got to win that Devil game. That's going to be a very pivotal one. I think a lot of eyes are going to be on that game to see how they respond before things, you know, really get out of control. Again, Rangers blow a 3-0 lead. They lose 4-3 to the Edmonton Oilers.